Hi, this is Philip Wurter. And Bernard Zimmermann. Welcome to our podcast series, Virtual Leadership Development, How to Master the New Normal. And a warm welcome from my side as well. In the series, we cover a range of topics that all have an influence or impact on leadership development and all its applications in a virtual context. Today, we have the second part of our interview with Doris Henker. In our first interview, we spoke about her experience with listening and implementing insights from our podcast. In this interview, we will be talking about her concept of learning nuggets. Welcome, Doris. Hi. <laughs> Great to be here. It was very intriguing when Philip and I read about this learning nugget routine you have, and I thought that's really worthwhile talking about that and sharing that with the listeners so they can make the most out of having a learning routine that helps them move forward in their life. That's why we thought we spent some time with you in diving deeper in what it means and how it works for you. Actually, there was a moment um, when I felt I was missing something. You know, in these times of COVID and um, being at home, being in the lockdown, I realized that I miss to be inspired. And um, because I'm, I'm a person, I get energy by inspiration, to by getting inspired and also by inspire others. This is what mm. gives me energy. By not being able to to go to physical trainings or I also like to go to readings, for example, book readings, stuff like that. I said, what can I do in order to get inspired, to get inspiration? And also the days were really intense with having all these meetings and sitting in front of the computer all day long from, from 7.30 in the morning to, I don't know, 7 in the evening. I was not really able to, to learn anymore because in the evening I was so tired that I couldn't uh, read a book anymore or any studies or magazines, whatever. So I said, I need to change something around that because I need some inspiration. So I said to myself, I would like to give me some structure for learning in the weekends because in the weekends, I do have time for learning. And I said, I will dedicate one or two hours on the weekends only to learning. And it's about different topics. I'm also into a coaching education at the moment. So I said, okay, I would like to also get some learnings around that. I would like to dedicate some time to the topic of new work, for example, mm -hmm. to coaching. And I said, I do it from, for example, from 10 to 12. And in this time, I only read articles, studies, listening to podcasts, and I write down the key messages and I try to implement it in order to, to make a difference, basically, of what I learned. So this is what I had in my mind, actually, and I came across these learning nuggets. Actually, it really feels good because I have the feeling that I'm learning I get inspired by, by different things and I can inspire others with what I learn, basically. Doris, I'd like to interrupt because I just have this idea. You just said, I'd like to inspire others as well. So here's an invitation. If you listen to the podcast and you do your 
key messages. Please, will you do me a favor and write that into a comment on the podcast? Because in that way, you share it with everyone else. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. All the podcasts are on LinkedIn. Now, I would be very curious to hear the key messages that come out because in that way, we are able to actually start a conversation about what do people take out of this? What's worked for them? And share the connection. And as we've said before, connections where the magic starts. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true. That's a great idea. And in doing so, you inspire other people. You said you like to inspire other people. Yeah, that's a great idea. Great energy, great impact. Great idea. Mm-hmm. You've now spoken about how you do your learning nuggets. What is your experience from it? What has it brought to you? What has it given you? Well, actually, it gives energy to me. So this is really what I can say about it. Because when I, for example, if I learn about the topic of new work, or if I listen to a podcast about leadership, about diversity, for example, I listen to inspiring people. This is also what I really like. Listen to the stories of people of how they made changes in in business, in companies, in the life of others. It gives energy to me and it inspires me to think about what can I do differently tomorrow, for example, especially when it comes to the coaching topic. Mm -hmm. It makes a difference because I learn how I can better interact with my coachee, for example, what um, could be a method to try out next time in my next coaching session with my coachee, for example. For me, it really helps to, to get better every day, basically. And this is what drives me, why I'm really a learning person. Learning just drives me. I, I need it. <laughs> so if somebody wanted to follow your example and your concept, What are the key things from your perspective that they need to think about, plan it, do it? And what should they be able to expect as an outcome at the end? I would really recommend to be disciplined. So to plan a certain time frame in the calendar for every weekend, for example, dedicate these two hours to learning. Then grab a topic that you are really interested in and you always wanted to learn about. And then grab topics that are not too long or grab articles that are not too long. For me, it doesn't make sense to have a book which has 500 pages and it takes me a year, for example. So um, for me, it was really helpful to know it's this article or that magazine. And it was clear that I will take maximum two hours and then I'm through and I have my learning and I know more than I knew before. So these small nuggets were really um, something I would like to recommend because it's digestible if you have small nuggets. Yeah. And what is different after? I know that every person is different. I am energized after. For me, it gives energy. That's great to hear. And I definitely will be talking about learning nuggets in the future. Now you've given something back to us as well. Great to hear. I'm really happy. Doris, are there any topics that you would like us to cover in an episode? That's a good question. Actually, I would like to hear more about the connection to this new work environment. 
this would be great actually because it's all connected and what you're talking about is closely connected also to leadership traits that are needed in this new work environment. I could imagine that it would be helpful for other leaders to learn about how is it connected, this virtual leadership with leading in new work environments, what does it mean, new work, because it's many things that you talk about will be needed in future, also if we are not leading virtual anymore, but if we are leading teams in these complex environments. It's also about trust. It's also about connectedness. It's about relationships. It's about how to engage people. And um, I think that it will be helpful for leaders to keep it and not to reduce it to this virtual context, but really to, to realize the benefit in the context of new work. My personal insight from, I think we've now done, Bernard, we've done 23 episodes that we've recorded. All of them haven't been released yet. Yes. But my personal insight is that we don't actually do anything different than we did before. We, however, need a new awareness and we need to be much more focused on keeping that awareness live and how we go about doing that than we ever were before. You know, just using listening as an example. Listening is never easy. Mm. But listening in a new work situation or in a virtual situation is even more difficult, which means we need to be a hundred times more circumspect in the way that we do that. What's yeah. your impression, Bernard? I share that view. My impression is that we need be very conscious, focus and conscious. And there are some elements we need to change from when we come from face to face to the virtual because it happens more uh, in our brain. What we need to shift, like Doris, what you said, the intention. Be much more clear what's my intention uh, because you have mm -hmm. to bridge a distance through your mind connection. And that's what I mean with awareness. If we don't have that awareness, we just can't get to that intention. It starts with us. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Doris, what have we not asked you that you would love to talk about? I just remember one thing that was also um, quite um, eye-opening for me, and maybe I can share that sure. as well. What I really liked um, when you were talking about the difference between physical meetings and virtual meetings, and that the only difference is that in physical meetings, you have the table in front of you. And in virtual meetings, it's the screen that's between the two of us or the three of us or however the big the group is. So actually, that was also really interesting for me and an eye-opener because I thought that's true. It's only the screen. And if we are aware of that, that it's not a huge technical issue between the group of people or between the two of us, it's only the screen. And it's really easy, if you are aware of that, to overcome that issue or that hurdle, you can easily create this connectedness. Mm -hmm. That was also something when I thought, that's true. I'm more aware now of these kind of things. I'm more aware of the intention of the impact everyone has and 
yeah, it's only a screen and we can still be connected. I think that's very valuable because the thought that was going through my mind when I was listening to you is the screen is only a barrier in our head. And if we can transcend that, amazing things become possible. I just had an example in my mind. I heard from my sister this morning. Now, my sister lives in South Africa. Her son and daughter and their child live in Alaska. Mm -hmm. And her daughter-in-law had COVID. So my sister in South Africa, and I think about the time difference and the distance, was spending hours online in virtual reading stories to her granddaughter, who is three years old. Now, that's connection. The reason is yeah. so that the parents could sleep. We have these barriers that we have in our mind. But actually, if we are able to transform those barriers and we can get across them, that's really when we can create a new magic of connection. Yeah, that's true. I totally agree. And I also had one experience, the coachee, because we, we are doing coaching virtually as well. It was quite fascinating because we tried it out the first time and he was saying, oh, I'm not sure if this really works out in this virtual context. And I just said, just wait. <laughs> and then we had the session and he was even working with post-its and he pins the post-it next to him um, at the wall. And then he also moved the screen so I could see it. And actually, I really had the feeling that I was in his living room. For me, it was, I couldn't even say if it was virtual or if I was mm -hmm. in his home, basically, because it, it felt yeah. so close. And at the end, he said, wow, that felt like we would have met personally. And I thought, yes, it just didn't feel like having a barrier in between us, but we felt so connected. This is where I really stopped worrying about if virtual context can have the same impact as physical I think that's fantastic to hear that from you. I've been telling that to people that don't think there's a limitation. Our brain has so much imagination power that when we use it to the fullest, we can actually create the connection. And the way we speak with the other person, the way we encourage through our tone of voice, the conviction we have about how we work together just shifts their mindset as well. And then you get closer and closer and it's fantastic to hear yeah. we were in the same room. The room is what you create in your mind. And that is where you transcend virtual. Yeah. Doris, as we end the session today, what message do you have for our listeners? My message is, it's about awareness, actually, to really build this awareness that you can have an impact with everything you do. That it's not only the leaders or it's the others or it's the moderator in these virtual contexts, but it's really about you and what you bring into the meeting, that it really counts. And it doesn't matter in what role you take part in the meeting. It's about the person and, and about your intention and about the mindset you bring in. And every person counts. This is what I would like to give as a message. Thank you very much. It was great having you as a guest, and I'd love to welcome you back as a guest sometime in the future. Thanks a lot. It was fun. Thank you. Thanks for me as well. But finally, before we go, if you would like to connect with us or share your insights and feedback, please feel free to do so either on LinkedIn.com, Bernard Zimmerman, at contact, that is C-O-N hyphen T-A-C-T, or Philipp Bota, we are both based in Germany, or connect via email at philipp 
at vota.net or bernard.simmerman at contactinternational.com. That is C-O-N hyphen T-A-C-T hyphen international.com. We look forward to connecting in our next episode. Thank you and goodbye.